1: Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, our weekly spin-off podcast where we talk about pretty much anything we want. But this week, Dad, we've had several updates from listeners, from our wonderful listeners over on our Facebook discussion group, who've basically given us some updates on cases that we've talked about on the show before. So the first one is rather somber, but this is a obituary from the Adelaide Advertiser. And this is regarding the death of somebody who's kind of pertinent to one of our cases. Beaumont, Grant, Alfred, passed away 9th of April, 2023, aged 97 years. Loved father of Jane, Anna, and Grant, reunited in heaven. Loved uncle of Kate and Papa, Grant of Emily and Zoe, forever in our hearts, resting peacefully, privately cremated. This is the father of the Beaumont children. Mm. Golly. So, as, as listeners will know, on Australia Day 1966... The Beaumont children went missing. Dad and I did a multi-part episode on it fairly recently, and we were obviously we uh, were privately hoping that he would, at some point before he passed, get information on what happened to his kids. But yeah, he's uh, he's passed away now, unfortunately.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's something you'd never ever get get over, would you? No, ever. No. I wonder whether there was ever a day where he didn't think about it. I don't know. I mean, I think for the sake of his sanity, he probably would have had to. Th- think about other things mm. right yeah do you um paul sort of if you have a problem mm. do you compartmentalize how do you sort of deal with problems in your life
1: that's a good question i tend to compartmentalize yes i was saying last night actually i'm quite good at making myself selectively stupid about certain things you know you just pretend you don't know you you Put up little walls and partition and you cope and then it sort of slips past your little barriers occasionally i think that's what he would have done I'd, i don't you know if i was to assume 97 years on this earth you would probably spend a fair bit of time thinking about other things but mm. occasionally i assume it would creep in it would get past your little security nets and it, you'd just be reminded i mean i know that I recently watched this talk with Tom Hanks and he was saying this too shall pass is basically the best way of coping in life. You know, time has a way of lessening the impact of trauma. And also, when good things happen, they also fade a little bit. So you need to be grateful for them while they last. And I think for him, I'm I'm hoping that time helped ease a little bit of that trauma. Although it wouldn't help with the
2: true crime podcasts sort of dredging things up, would it? Mm, No, no, that's right. Um look I um I'm heading overseas, Paul, in mm-hmm. a few weeks to visit your sister. Lovely. Uh it's funny how I say because there are lots of ways of saying who she is really. I could say my daughter, our daughter, your sister, yes. a sibling, one of your siblings. Uh-huh. But I I chose to say your sister.
1: Or you could refer to her by name, which would be unusual for her dad. I mean, saying I'm going over to visit Anverhoven, that'd be a bit Odd for you.
2: Mm. But what I'd like to say, talking about sort of compartmentalizing and things pass, I am... And I think this is sort of perhaps true with a lot of people, and I'd, I'd like some feedback, even from you. But I'm actually looking forward to the holiday, but I'm enjoying the anticipation. So I'm thinking about it every day. And... I feel that if you had to divide a holiday mm-hmm. in terms of percentage, so there's the actual holiday, yes. then there's the sad bit at the end mm-hmm. when you're heading home. yeah, And then it just becomes a memory. You know you've done it. So it's sort of experiential. So I like to go through life having experiences. But I'll tell you now, if I had to sort of give a percentage as to the enjoyment factor of this potential holiday for me and it's two weeks i would rate it at close to 70 percent before i even get to the airport does that make sense not at all are you serious yeah i don't know what you're talking about oh god paul i'm just saying that looking forward to things is exciting oh well then you should have just said that no because i like to expand and yeah extend. you
1: expanded into like fucking
2: ratios i just was like what
1: 70 percent of do is you think of- um
2: do you think listeners understand the way my brain works I I think they think they do. Hmm. I think
1: they want to. We all want to, Dad. You know, (laughs) we all want to understand the enigma that is John Verhoeven. Here's what happens, folks. Whenever I edit the podcast, I have to look for points to dynamically insert uh, the breaks in between things, you know, for the sponsorship reads and whatnot. And the algorithm automatically seeks to the longest silences. And with you, Dad, it's never at the end of sentences, it's in the middle of sentences. You pause <laughs> in the middle of sentences mm. to think because you don't want to stop talking, so your brain will pause mid-sentence, and that makes it impossible for me to edit it. I have to, I have to find gaps between you and me, which, as listeners will know, are, are like a bee stick. There's no gap. And then I have to digitally insert gaps. So, mm. th- <laughs> Paul, do um
2: do, do bees have... I mean... The bees are ma- well, are there male and female bees?
1: Yeah. What do you think the queen
2: is? Paul, that's uh, you know not what? Gender is a... largely such... a
1: construct. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I, 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 don't know. I mean, queen could be a title. It could be a job title. They no, could be but genderless.
2: I just, you know, I just wanted to know whether they actually have a, you know, a micro micro willy.
1: I think the idea is that you are you are imagining a bee, and then you are imagining how small that dick would be, and then you are imagining you and I on either side of it, and that's where the ads go. Um, Dad, I have an article here from a New Zealand uh, outlet. It was sent to me by a listener. Foot found on Petone beach identified as belonging to man missing since before Christmas.
2: We touched on that, story? didn't we?
1: We did. Yes, we did. So now they've found the owner of the foot, that's and nice. uh, is he still alive? Nope, and it's a sad story, so buckle up. Police have identified the owner of a foot found on Pitone Beach, March 25, using DNA. They confirmed it belonged to a man, 74, who went missing before Christmas. Detective Sergeant Martin Todd said the disappearance reported by family was not thought to be suspicious. Turns out Martin Todd was correct. Despite an exhaustive search by police since the initial remains were discovered, further remains have not been located. Uh, The man came from Samoa in the early 70s. He survived a cancer diagnosis, quit smoking, became a vegan. He was uh, an active sportsman, and uh, he went missing, uh, and now his foot has been found. So that's really sad, actually.
2: I wonder whether they'll put the foot back with the body.
1: P- they're probably not look. They're probably not going to find the body. Mm, um, wow, it's super sad. I mean, look at that. If you're, if a foot went if you went missing, and then a foot
2: was found on the beach. Well, you have uh, to. I mean, how you'd tie that foot in with me is. I mean, how would you? You have imagine a mole, coming. You, imagine. you have a
1: distinct mole on top of one of your feet.
2: If it Paul, was that you, foot, I congratulate you on your incredible memory and powers of something rather. Um, well, it reminds me of a joke. Oh God! About the the um, the 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 wife gives birth. Yeah. And the husband's so excited and he's peering through a little, like the little glass window into the maternity ward. Yeah. He's beside himself with joy and excitement as you would be. Yeah. And the doctor comes out looking a bit, bit sad. And the guy says, you know, I, I want to see my baby. And the doctor says, I've got some bad news. Uh, your baby's got no legs and the, the, the guy broke down but he recovered fairly quickly he said I can handle no legs can I please see my baby and the doctor said I've got some more bad news yeah the baby's got no arms and he broke down again started crying then he sort of recovered in twice the or half the time it took him to recover in relation to the no legs so no, he said to the doctor he said no arms no legs I, I can cope with that. I just want to see my baby. And the doctor said, I've got some more bad news. It's got no body. And the guy breaks down again, cries for a little while. And he says, look, no arms, no legs, no body. Can I please see my baby? <laughs> and, and the doctor says, I've got some more bad news. The baby's got no head. It's just a pair of ears. And the guy breaks down. And eventually he says to the doctor, (laughs) no head, (laughs) no body, no arms, no legs, just a pair of ears. I can handle that. Can I please see my baby? And the doctor takes him in and and they're sitting on a pillow or lying on a pillow are the most beautiful little pair of ears just sitting there. And the dad says, I'm so excited to see my baby. Can I talk to him? And the doctor says, I'm so sorry, but he's deaf. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at
3: uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com
1: My Dad, I'm laughing, but I have this strange niggling feeling that you've told this joke on the show before.
2: I don't think could, so, it's Paul. not could that be possible? No, nah, no, nah, that's that's one of my crackers. <clears throat> that's a special joke <clears throat> that I really bring out. Listen, folks, if you d- if you have heard that joke from Dad before,
1: please let us know. Cause then we'll do it again. as a fuck you <laughs>
2: But it's, it's a good
1: a joke, joke, isn't it? It's a yeah. Look, it's got you know. that da- it's got that traditional dad thing where it's a long walk and you get there and it's pretty good. Um, I actually dad have a um, I ha- okay. So people will know that dad and I have an interesting relationship with the Chico roll. Yes, the iconic Chico roll. Yes. So uh, we were a bit confused as to as to where the Chico roll, like, where it belongs, where its home is, and. A listener sent us a link to their history entry, like the our story part of the official Chico Roll website. And I thought maybe this would help put this ridiculous argument to bed. The Chico Roll was developed by Frank McEnroe, a boilermaker from Bendigo, Victoria, who turned his clever hands to catering at football matches and other outdoor events. In 1950, McEnroe saw a competitor selling Chinese-style chop suey rolls outside the Richmond cricket ground. It was here that his craftsman's mind saw an opportunity. Now he, okay, so he's. So, right. Then um, he decided to start making the Chico roll, and he. First, it first appeared at the Wagga Wagga Agricultural Show in 1951, right? Mm. And then the actual product started getting made uh, at a factory in Essendon, and then he merged that with a local food company called Floyd's Ice Works, uh, and that company went public in 1963. Basically, the problem here is that. Uh, nobody knows which town should be claiming that it is mm. the home of the Chico Roll. Mm. It's either Wagga Wagga, Bathurst, or Bendigo,
2: mm.
1: or all three towns apparently have a claim uh, because the Chico Roll is currently made in Bathurst, right? Mm. In a very special machine. Wow. Um, I don't think it actually matters, but I recall in a recent episode one of those towns has the gold Chico Roll, and I think the mayor was involved. That's fair enough. Every- Everyone's going to have a claim to fame. I, the problem is, since we've... Here's the thing, Dad. I, I'm, I'm being very shameless here. We have not been sent a single Chico roll related product from all no. our... Because we, they're not paying us. It's not a sponsor. No, no. We enjoy the product, but a couple of... Like, over a decade ago, I mentioned on Twitter how much I was enjoying uh, Bubbler Bills. And then I got a package in the mail. It was 50 Bubbler Bills from a freezer truck with a note saying, thanks so much for the plug. And then it was signed,
2: Bill... That's so freaky That it's reminds ri- me of Bubbalo, uh, Buffalo Bill
1: Yeah, well, Buffalo Bill would kill you Buffalo Bill is just delicious True. true. So I'm, Look, again, they're not a sponsor Although No, they're not <clears throat> Decent decent brand synergy
2: it, you've, When was the last time you ate one, by the way? Um, probably Maybe 40 years ago uh, Okay, I don't think it's changed
1: at all since then No Really
2: I remember they were crisp on the outside and mushy on the inside they were weird they were weird served Mm -hmm. with salt uh when they pulled them out of the deep fryer at the fish and chip shop they then slide them into well greasy bag like an inverted condom thanks for that image but made of paper yes which reminds me paul here's a bit of trivia for everyone and i'd like to share this with 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 our listeners okay You're, you're familiar with the term scumbag aren't you Are you worried where this is going? Yes. Do you know the history of the, the terminology?
1: I think even the least imaginative listener could deconstruct and reverse engineer exactly where this is going. No, but
2: it's fascinating. Is it? It was a... In, in medieval times, uh, men yeah. used sheep's intestines as condoms, but they could use them again and again, and you Some could people, even share them if you washed not, them. That's but isn't that fascinating? So, some people listen to this show at breakfast. Well, that's... Foolish, foolish people. I mean, people, people know they get a sense of uh, loose ends and they, they should be fully aware by now. Caveat emptor. Correct. Now, Paul, um, whilst one does not want to finish on a sad note... One must, apparently. I would like to make mention of a tragic story that happened in Sydney a few days ago.
1: Ah, yes, okay.
2: At five thirty in the morning at Campbelltown, two paramedics pulled up at a McDonald's store to have a quick. They were still on duty, mm-hmm. just to, to grab a bite, maybe a coffee. Yep. Uh, they've already worked th- through the night, mm-hmm. and a an armed defender, for reasons that I, I just am completely oblivious to, yeah. uh, stabbed multiple times the twenty nine year old paramedic, and. I mean, you can't ima- you cannot imagine what it would be like in for any human to witness something so tragic, but to be next to your colleague yeah. that you've just done the night shift with, to then witness this terrible event unfolding, and of course, you know, other paramedics, ambos, the police. Apparently, the police response was just. Remarkable, and I, I watched that day the the health minister doing a press conference, and she was inconsolable, and it was a terrible, terrible tragedy, and you know it's just a fucking nightmare. Um, so I would like to, well, we we would both like to, you know, from our platform here at loose units just let everyone know that we're deeply sorry for the family and he was uh, the young guy was just about to take paternity leave to have their first baby oh god mm. so that's a <sighs> fucked up story yeah, and i really... just look we normally don't look it's just it's a fact it needs to be mentioned yeah. um we've waited a while our hearts we, go we... out honestly we're yeah. really and I'm looking at a photograph of the guy, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's just needless and depressing. So, but let's, I mean, look, hopefully if you're feeling a bit sad now, listeners, so you can just go back in time a few minutes to my joke about the ears on the pillow. And hopefully that will put some cheer back into you, your day. So there you go. Yes, yeah.
1: God, what a I've got whiplash from the emotional hmm. gear changes of this episode, but it has as always been equal mix of profundity and stupidity. So thank you for providing that. Hey and everyone, thank you so much for spending another morning with us or evening or whenever you're listening to this episode of Loose Ends. We really do value Loose Ends as a kind of outlet. It's it's as helpful for us as it is for you. So thank you so much for listening and thank you for all the amazing updates news related gossip related whatever over on the facebook discussion page and hey listen thank you to everybody who's been heading over to itunes and apple podcasts and whatnot and leaving ratings and reviews for this show we really appreciate it five stars and a glowing review is always much appreciated we know this show is a long-running endeavor and we just were so grateful really we mean this we're so grateful to have you all listening and thank you to everybody who's been reading electric blue lately and letting me know what they thought of it thank you to everyone who's been stopping us on the street and saying hello we would not be doing this without the listeners and the readers and without your support so again just from both of us Thank you so much once again for listening to Loose Units. And we will see you next week for another episode of Loose Units, The Shadow Files. In the meantime, have a great weekend, everyone. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Cheerio.
2: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because rust new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from rust
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim?